Hey everyone, this is Brian with Church in the Loop. I'm so glad you joined me and I'm honored that we're taking a few minutes together to look into the Word and see what the Lord would teach us today. Let's pray and let's uh, see what the Lord would say. Father God in heaven, I thank you for this beautiful new day of life. Every day you give us, God, is a new day. It's a gift. It's a gift that we didn't have before. So thank you. Help us not to take that gift for granted. I pray, Lord, now that as we look into your holy word, that you would speak to us, renew our hearts, um, cleanse us, Lord, where we need cleansing, and just help us to uh, be refreshed in you, to be uh, image bearers of your son, Jesus, to this world, because that's what we want to be. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I don't know about you guys, but I had, I'm coming off probably the with my job, probably the worst week of my job life. <laughs> um it seems like the Lord has done a pattern in my life, and it's funny because as you get older, and I'm kind of middle-aged now, I, I start seeing patterns, and he, I think the Lord works in everybody in different ways, but He usually has like a theme, um, and one of the patterns for my life is um, I've always had like difficult jobs, um, and it doesn't matter what job I have, uh, it's just it's always tough and it's always stressful and it's always one that I come home from just feeling sometimes just flat out beat up. And this week was one of those uh, weeks, especially Thursday. Let me tell you about Thursday. So I manage a school bus company and Thursday was like our D-Day. That was our day to start. That was our go day. And so we had made preparations and done everything we could. And I had a lot of bus routes going and because it's the first day, you have students getting on the wrong bus, you have drivers getting turned around and kind of lost and having to get back on track. And it was just, it was a day too where you have, you know, the students when they're loading the buses at the schools to go home, you know, it's a slow process to make sure they're all on the bus. And so buses are already, when they, when they leave the school, they're already 15, 20 minutes late. And then you have parents calling off the hook on the phone, where's my kid? Why aren't they home yet? That kind of thing. And so it was filled with mayhem. It was filled with chaos. Um, I felt like an emergency room doctor on a battlefield, just literally trying to patch up as many situations as I could to get to the next one. It was a, I kept telling my boss when he would call, what's, how's it going? I'd say, I'm just triaging situations as they come because we are inundated. And it really was. It was a, an incredibly stressful day. In fact, in my job life, I've never had such a stressful day. Uh, on a scale of 1 to 10, it was a solid 10. It, I mean, perfect 10. <laughs> so the perfect storm. And it was tough. Um, but I knew the Lord was with me, and He was. And He got me through it. And the next day, Friday, was better. It was still rough, but not as bad as Thursday. So I'm praying tomorrow as we go into Monday. I'm praying tomorrow is better. So pray for me on that. Pray for my bus company. It's, it's always a challenge. But one of the things that I've noticed up there is, you know, I love working with my drivers. Every driver is a different personality and every driver has a different story and a different background and uh, even ethnicity and different perspective on life. I talked to this one driver. He was, I think he's from India. And I said to him, I said, I bet you speak three or four languages. And he looked at me and he said, I speak 10. Wow. <laughs> I was like, oh, wow, that's amazing. Can you imagine being able to speak 10 different languages. Holy cow. So 
I, I love how every one of my drivers is a, a walking miracle of life, of story, of potential, of uh, just amazing things that God has given them. And, and so to me, every driver is important. Every driver is someone. Now, the challenge as a manager sometimes is not all the parents that we serve see it that way. Um, they get frustrated when their son or daughter doesn't come home on time on the bus, or uh, they get frustrated when um, you know the driver uh, isn't quite on time like they expect. And sometimes parents can be rude. Uh, we live in a very customer service world, and they can really be disrespectful sometimes to my drivers. And it's frustrating because the driver will tell me the story, and it just makes me feel bad for my driver to have experienced that moment with that parent. And then it makes me feel a bit angry at the parents for being so rude, and, and, and how can they be so um, just uh, disrespectful to another human being? So I wanted to take you to a passage of scripture to remind you that everyone is someone. Um, yesterday, Beth and I were walking. We, we, we have fun dates. Uh, our dates are not like, let's go to this expensive Italian restaurant and let's spend $150 on a nice meal and a bottle of wine. No, our dates are, hey, let's go park the car and let's do some, you know, we'll do some window shopping. Well, if we see something cool, we'll duck in the store, walk around and maybe buy a few quirky items. And, and that's what we did yesterday. Um, and we were in this one store and they had the, these cool blankets next to a children's book. And the children's book was entitled, Everyone is Someone. And I thought, ooh, you know, Beth is a teacher. I bet she would like this. And she's like, yeah, I saw that. That was really cool. And so basically, if you buy the book, I, I guess the way it is, is if you buy the blanket, it's like a specially made blanket. I think it's made in maybe Peru or somewhere like that. But if you buy the blanket, the book is free with purchase. And then a certain percentage of the cost of everything goes towards a charity for foster children. And I thought, oh, this is cool. Like, I want to support that. So it was a little more pricey than, you know, you might expect. But I thought this would be a great, you know, kind of charitable type of purchase. You know, something you can feel really good about. And plus, I love this book, Everyone is Someone. And so we bought it. And the book is really cool. Um, it, it basically is just, you know, talks about whether you're rich, whether you're poor, whether you're black, whether you're white, whether you're Asian, whether, you're, you know, whatever ethnicity you are, it doesn't matter. We are all someone. And I wish I could get a copy for every one of the parents that I'm driving the bus for to remember that my drivers are someone. You know, Jesus, when he died on the cross, he, he wants you to know that you are someone. Um, and I want to take you to a passage in Galatians chapter 3 where it talks about that, where he, the Apostle Paul writes to remind people that everyone is someone. Back in Bible days, um, there was... It wasn't uncommon for a caste system to exist where if you were always low class, you're always low class. And if you're always high class, you're always high class. Or, you know, there was really, really, there was no middle class back in Bible days. And so you were kind of one or the other. And most people were the other, the, the lower class. And it was easy for those in positions of privilege and entitlement to feel that way, to feel like, hey, I'm going to treat everyone else as, as basically my slave or my servant. And even as bus drivers, we, we feel that sometimes. We feel like it's almost like modern-day slavery with the way we're treated sometimes by the families we serve. But this book, um, Everyone is Someone, 
you know, it's a children's book, and it's written to remind a child reading it that, look, everyone is someone. Everyone is equally someone. Don't treat more others as more equal than others. Don't, everyone is equally someone. And Paul writes that in Galatians chapter 3, and he, he's talking about how the law, the, the Ten Commandments, and the, the do's and the don'ts of the Old Testament, you know, we're all guilty of not being able to follow those perfectly. And so, it basically he's saying, look, but through Christ, we've been set free from the condemnation of not being able to follow it perfectly. And now, when we stand before God, God looks at us as if we are Christ in his righteousness. And because Jesus on the cross was before God on the cross as if he were us. So, it's a beautiful verse here when he says in Galatians chapter 3, he says, there is no longer Jew or Greek, there is no longer slave or free, there is no longer male and female, for all of you are one in Christ Jesus. I like that because he's saying, look, you guys are all equal before the, before the Lord. So that should change how you treat people. Now in Bible days, there were slaves and servants and households, and you did not treat them as equal because if you did, it was kind of like a dishonor to the family because only family got treated as equals and as special people. And even in the family, uh, the father of the family was the leader of the family and was to be treated with extra respect and extra honor and extra privilege. And then the firstborn son would inherit that. So even within the family, there was this sort of caste system, this pecking order. And so Bible times was filled with inequality. It was filled with discrimination. It was filled with um, prejudice and, and judgment. And you know what? Today's not any different. And you know why? Because that comes from the human heart. That comes from the broken human heart that says, I'm better than the person next to me because I drive a nicer car. Or I have a, a, a job that pays more money. Or I'm more important because I'm a this or a that. And no, it's, hey, we are all someone in Christ. So my challenge to you this week, and, and this is a challenge because here's the thing. We all do this. We all do this. It's impossible to live in a culture and not be culturized by that culture. I'm telling you. It, and every culture has its fallenness to it. In other words, every culture is affected by sin. So... It's impossible to not be experiencing in some way the sinful part of our culture and replicating it and passing it on. So here's what I want to encourage you to do. This week, when you go to a retail store or you go to the grocery store, wherever you go, and you see like there's somebody who's going to help you, use their name. They're wearing a name badge. Use their name. Because they took the time to help you. They're not your servant. They're not your slave. You don't own them. You don't, you're not their boss. Yeah, you're the customer, but that doesn't make you their boss. They're a human being just like you are, trying to make a living, trying to pay their bills. They have hopes and dreams just like you do. So what I want to do is I want us as followers of Jesus to break that, help break that discrimination that is so rampant in our culture. And let's be a people who by our basic kindness show the love of God to the people around us.
by using their name. I want to challenge you to use their name. So if the, like yesterday, um, you know, we went to a, a thrift store and the lady that helped us, her name was Liz. So I was like, thanks, Liz. Thanks, guys. Thanks for helping us out. You know, when I walked away carrying the, the jacket I bought. And it was cool because I got to thank her by name. And I'm probably the only person that did that all day. All day. I guarantee you. I used to work retail. And I'm telling you, people don't use your name. But when they do, oh, it's like, how may I help you? <laughs> you noticed me. Um, so yesterday, we, as part of our adventure, I, I got to go to this one store that I'd love to go to. I wish I could tell you which one it is, but it's just, it's wonderful to walk around and see what's on sale. <laughs> it's got lower prices for everything. Uh, it's one of those discount stores. Um, but anyway, I got some stuff for the office that I thought would brighten up the office and, and um, cheer up my, my drivers. And they had these little inspirational blocks of wood with like writings on them. And one of them said, be kind. And I got that because sometimes my drivers can, you know, it's hard for them and, and they, they forget to be kind. You know, when a parent's yelling at them, it's easy to kind of bark back. So I, I'm going to put that in our break room so that it, it's a gentle reminder to, to them to be kind. And then another one I got that I really like, it said, every day is a fresh start. And I like that because sometimes with bus routes, you can feel like, man, yesterday was horrible. But guess what? Today you're starting that bus route all over again. It's a fresh start. I want my drivers to see that to be reminded of that. So I'm just looking for little ways to boost their morale, to boost them, and to help break that, that rut in their mind that, ah, this day's going to really stink because yesterday was bad. No, it doesn't have to. Uh, another one I bought was, it said, I think I'm paraphrasing, but it said, today is a good day for a good day. And I like that. And you know what's going to make it a good day? When we remember that this verse that the Apostle Paul wrote, that we're all equal in Christ. He says, there is no longer Jew nor Greek, slave nor free, male nor female, for all of you are one in Christ Jesus. Today is a good day for a good day. Let's pray. Lord, I thank you that today is a good day because you made it. You gave it to us as a gift. And I pray that we will walk it for your glory with every encounter we have. And remember to be vessels of kindness to show the love of Jesus and that we would break the patterns in our culture of treating people with discrimination and treating people as servants or slaves, and to remember that in Christ Jesus, we all stand as equals, and we all have our value in Christ, because everyone is someone in Christ. In Jesus' name we pray.